0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more.
1: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
2: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
1: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
3: Hello, I'm Jesse McAnally.
4: And I'm Alan Seals! I'm Liz Estes.
3: And welcome to Carried Away, a podcast where we explore the films and television shows starring the one and only James Eugene Carey. How are we doing today, my friends?
0: We're... We're we're good. How's your troubles? Uh, I'm giving today a solid B minus. It's raining. Oh, Liz, what are your troubles? Maybe they're the same as
3: mine.
4: Uh, there's this like sexy vampire lady who like wants to like bite my thigh for some reason. Mm-hmm.
3: Similar issues. My two friends in the shower tried to look at my penis. It was really weird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my ice cream truck uh, is is in good working order though, I must say. So, you
4: know, Trusting Little known a fact: man. Alan does drive an ice cream truck everywhere. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's my main mode of transportation.
3: <laughs> the bit is done, but I also am like, I'm also very concerned that the character who has two personality traits, being obscenely horny and driving an ice cream truck, those do not mix. <laughs> <laughs> But let's Uh, flash back to 1985. The year of the Live Aid concerts were held. The Coca-Cola Company introduced new Coke. Mikhail Gorbachev replaced Konstantin Cherneko as Soviet leader. And Jim Carrey was the lead of a wacky sex comedy with a vampire twist called...
2: Once. Mark's got to choose.
1: It's like you're not the Mark I thought I knew. You look like Jerry Lewis.
2: Between his first love...
1: I'm the owner of the pants you've been trying to get into for the last four years!
2: And his last date
1: how would you like to spend
5: eternity with me
2: in a tasty comedy can
5: i have one of those uncooked ones
2: you can sink your teeth into
5: how was it delicious
2: once Once bitten
5: i don't want to be a vampire i'm a day person Once
3: Bitten is a horror comedy that is released 15 days after Halloween on November 15th, 1985. Um, With a screenplay by Jonathan Roberts, David Hines, and Jeffrey House, and a story by Dimitri Villiard, directed by Howard Storm. The plot of Once Bitten is a vampire countess needs to drink the blood of a virgin in order to keep her eternal beauty. It seems that all is hopeless until she bumps into Mark Kendall, as played by Jim Carrey. Um. All right. So we got like I, I would call this like his first real movie. I mean, Finders Keepers is a movie, whether we like it or not. But
0: this is his first leading role as a
3: fil- as a film director.
0: As a f- wait, he's not a director. Not sorry, film actor. Film, film actor. Lead. Yes. I was like, wait a second. What did I miss? That I miss it? No. And and uh overall, you know, it's um it's 1985y. It's not Back to the Future, but <laughs> it is it is the other side of 1985. Which is chauvinistic, uh, misogynistic, and uh, overtly overtly sexual in a not subtle way. I don't know. It is I don't. It just. We're in a post Porky's universe. <laughs> yes. Yes. I guess by um, this point we are.
3: Yeah. This film has ideas. Like for the worst of it, it has ideas. A great cast. Like sincerely, I think this is a pretty good cast, and I think some of the directorial choices are very very smart. Like, there is some visual imagery that is very funny. It's just it gets bogged down in trying to be something I don't think it needed to be which is overtly sexual. I mean, the virgin thing is enough, and if you had just kept it at hocus-pocus levels, I think it would have been perfect. I like the gothic architecture. I like the world that they built for these vampire characters, and I like the idea of, you know, a virgin high school student being the virgin of vampire. Like, that is an inspired idea. Mm -hmm. The execution is not great. Our lead character's wants and goals are not effective as someone to be sympathetic with. We're supposed to pity this guy that cheats on his girlfriend and expects to be taken back in open arms?
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're actually we're supposed to sympathize with the fact that he just can't get any. No matter how hard he tries and demands it.
1: Look, Mark. I want to. I really do. But I want it to be special. (sighs)
2: shit
3: Her consent doesn't matter. Her autonomy as a human being doesn't matter next to his horniness, which Correct. we it would be one thing if that was a fatal flaw of the character, but it's meant to be represented as a fatal flaw in her, and something she needs to learn to get over, which is where the issue is. It's not the fact that he is, that is his goal, it's the fact that that is viewed as a righteous thing to have as his goal.
0: Right, and and a uh, an expectation that by a certain point in your life, this particular act of sexual nature must have happened in order to be accepted in your society.
3: But... There is a version with a lot of these elements in place that I think could have worked because he is basically taking away um, his girlfriend's bodily autonomy saying, I deserve this, I earn this, I want this. And then he is then being basically objectified and being told by this female um, with a lot more power and autonomy saying... I deserve this, I want this, I've earned this toward him. And then there is an opportunity for an arc and to see the error of his ways, but instead it is solved by him getting exactly what he wanted in the first scene of this movie and the last scene of this movie.
0: In, in the uh, coffin showroom that is so well lit, uh, it doesn't even make sense anymore. That that was that's one of my biggest gripes about this whole thing is like I don't know who the lighting designer was, but if they had one, they were checked out. There was nothing spooky about this movie.
3: I agree, but then there's like I kind of like that, because I love the idea of being in a mall and being in like a changing room and not seeing the vampire in there until she makes herself known. That's a funny idea. There's a lot of generally funny ideas with vampire iconography. And the idea of they can't see the light, so they light up everything fluorescently bright in their house is very, like, I that makes sense to my brain. Maybe not having um, Confederate flag vampire around.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I, I could see, like, they were going for the fact that they want, they wanted to easily identify where all of the, the vampires were. Had come from at what point in time or geography, I guess. But it's a lot uh, like Twilight. Yeah, yeah, and it's a little bit. Um, I was like, I was like, wait a second, like the the concierge, what's his name was his name is, is it, Sebastian. It, Sebastian is a black man, and just did like, you shit. recognize him from anywhere? I did not. Should he I have? He is Bart
3: from Blazing Saddles. <gasps> um, Leave on Little. Yeah. We yep. don't need no stinking badges.
5: Hey, boys. Look what I got here. Hey, where are the white women at?
3: I think he's wonderful in this
5: movie. It is a
3: stereotype, but my God, he plays it with such class and charm. I loved watching him. It's very like
4: Hollywood Montrose from Mannequin, who I hate because he's a flaming stereotype and there's nothing nuanced about him. But I kind of love that about him at the same time. Diets are no use. Uh, It's those jelly donuts. They call to me in the middle of the night. Hollywood, Hollywood, come and get me, Hollywood. Because there's no attempt to make him a character.
3: No. His character is I'm gay. Yes,
4: and it's the same for
3: Sebastian. Very much so, but my god, he is entertaining to watch, and sometimes charm can jump out the screen.
1: Hey, what's he like? Another crazy we don't need?
5: Is he cute? Kind of a square, sort of a jock. Enough! Our new young recruit will be joining us for Halloween. Countess expects
2: you all to take him under your wings and make him feel at home for the first hundred years. You got that? She found a virgin, we're home free. <laughs>
0: I remember when I met the Countess. The day she bit me was the
5: sweetest day of my young life. Hmm, there's an inch of dust under there.
0: (laughs) Well, it's true, it's true. I think that this
3: film is
0: confused
3: and I see why it, strangely, it does have a little bit of a cult following. Like it recently had a very good release by uh, Scream Factory where they polished up all the visuals and made it look polished and beautiful and new. It's an interesting time capsule, I think, more than anything else, where tastes were at in the 80s, and I get a lot of critique on my other podcast, Musicals with Cheese, that I don't contextualize things at the time they were written, that I try to view it from a 2020 point of view, which is not fair to the material, and a little bit of a diminishing thing that can be done. So I'm trying not to do this here and be like, it was a sign of the times that was 80s comedies, like the John Hughes had taken over and we were in the Breakfast Club age, where dubious consent and a little bit of playing with racial things that you maybe shouldn't play around with were common
0: I mean yes and no I I take I understand that it was able to be greenlit and produced and made and released and etc because of the times that it was all those things happened in but the fact like some of it looking back uh, should was just wrong and we know that now right so yes. Yes, we need to contextualize it, but it's it's we can still I I will come to your defense and say that it's still good to call out the things that that we wouldn't get away with now because now we know they're not cool.
3: It, It does have gay representation, which if we're counting points, that is one point. But how good is that representation? And then point that against how many times our funny comic characters say the F slur. Yeah, yeah. Jim Carrey was very nervous about this film when it was first coming out, in fact. He was quoted saying, "'If people go to see this movie, "'it won't change their lives, but it will change mine.'" And he was really brought in because someone saw him on the Duck Factory and Finders Keepers and said, we want that kid to be in a movie. And that was Samuel Goldwyn. Jim Carrey said he wanted me in because he had seen me do my stand-up and he asked me to read for the part. He was really behind me the whole time. He was pretty open to me fiddling about. Plus, he's a total freako. I feel like this is the first time that Jim Carrey really gets to try out the Jim Carrey shtick where he gets to do the wacky faces he gets to show how malleable his body can be especially like he plays his own leg as a guitar and things like that and there are periods where i'm just like yeah he's just doing the thing he's fucking around in the ladies department store and just doing goofy things this is probably the most we've gotten of him since starting this maybe since rubber face where he got to do a little bit of that but not much
1: and i'll be with you in just a minute. Okay. <laughs> doing? <laughs> shopping? Oh, really? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm shopping for? No, what? My kisses. Oh. Mm. Ow. What? It bit my lip. I did? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: You well, shouldn't be so sweet.
0: God, no, I, I agree with that, and I wonder. I'm just looking at our our list coming up for the next couple episodes. So like. Peggy Sue got married. The Deadpool Earth Girls are easy. Uh, oh, I can't wait for Earth Girls are easy. Um, same.
3: He was filming Peggy Sue got married at the same time as this, um, which is a Francis Ford Coppola film. So oh, he interesting. described like a whiplash of like playing like the goofier kind of B character in a more prestige movie than being the lead in a smaller thing is like a, two different worlds.
0: Well, so so what I was getting at here was that there's, we're sort of seeing this progression of a little bit more. I don't know if it's him trying out more shtick in these feature films Mm -hmm. or if the directors are are getting more and more comfortable with realizing that in the last bit it worked a little bit. But I'm I'm wondering, like, by the time we get to... So is in Living Color the first time, because it's sketch that he's allowed to just, like, go unleashed?
3: I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if that's the first time he's, like, let off the hook a little bit. (laughs) I'm sure that everyone in, like, the collective world knows what he's been up to, you know? Like, if you've seen him on Carson, you know what he can do.
2: Kermit the Frank here, uh. <laughs>
3: Thank you, uh, it's great to be here. I'd like to sing a song that uh, came out in 1979. It was a big, big hit for me. And had to sing it with me. Let's for that hug a the Miss P. Ray <laughs> you know, Kermit, this just feels like the first step in his potential, and I don't think he's bad in it. I actually think like he has really good leading man potential. And oh, i they nine short years because at this point we're all building up to that big year which is 1994 where he's got like the three-hander of ace and sure the mask and dumb and dumber where his rates go up and he just creates basically an entire studio underneath him with new line where they're like well you're our guy now right
0: yeah yeah uh i i am excited to see the progression um but yeah back to this um once bitten like you said i i I don't think he was particularly bad, given the script he was given. I think he yes. did the best that he could with what he had available to him in this particular contextualized period of time.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, there's everything you don't like in a movie. There's the transphobia, like that. That like had my jaw on the floor. That that was ever allowed to be in a movie.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, sissy.
3: Yeah objectification of women in a weird way. Everyone aside from the Countess is looked on as not really characters, but, you know, pawns move move to get to the end of the story. Mm -hmm. But that Countess character, I do like her a lot, and I do find her interesting when she's on screen. I just wish there was more of her. I wonder if this inspired Fright Night Part 2, which neither of you have seen, but I've watched and is one of the best horror sequels ever. But basically, the two characters from the first one, they dealt with Chris Sarandon, vampire, moved on. Then, a new female vampire comes in, convinces Charlie to cheat on his girlfriend, and sucks his blood periodically throughout it, and he slowly becomes a vampire until the girlfriend of has to save him at the end. So I think that there's a little bit of a tenuous connection where one might have ripped off the other here
0: mayhaps mayhaps um, um now i want to go back and watch watch fright night
3: fright night's great if you haven't watched fright night it makes a great double feature it's one of the rare good horror sequels
0: i was just looking up lauren lauren hutton who played the countess yes she's 79 now and i and i think like shortly after this went kind of left the tv and film for a while and back to modeling she modeled well into her her 70s is that what I was real let's see um, yeah, I mean, she was modeling as late as 2016.
3: She looks incredible. In she this film. Just looks like, so as, good. As an iconic figure, I feel like outside of the Jim Carrey of it all, she is the reason why this film
0: works mm-hmm. in any way. Yes, and Clevon Little.
3: Clevon Little is great. Um. But th- the film was released on 1,095 screams and opened at number one at the U.S. box office, grossing $4 million in the opening weekend and earning about $10 million in the United States on a budget of around two. Million, so it made a pretty good profit for itself.
0: I'm looking at the cast list here. Did you realize Megan Mullally is in this? I did not, as what? Where was she? Suzette? Who's- Who is Suzette? Uh, is a random, random high school girl? Uh,
4: was she May- the one
3: that's like, oh my God, what about his haircut? Oh my God.
4: Uh, oh wait, I found the clip. Well, if anybody asks you, tell them Jack couldn't get
5: it
1: up after the fall. <laughs> hi
4: Robin, hi Mark.
1: Hi Suzette.
3: Oh, wow, I love your outfits. You want me to take your names for the
1: best costume contest? Sure. Robin Pierce, Jill, Sons Jack, and
5: Mark Kendall, Vampire. I'm not wearing a costume.
3: Are, are we 100% sure that's her?
5: That's
4: that's what this YouTube uploader says.
3: Sure, Jan. We-
4: <laughs> Megan Mullally,
3: come on the show. Let me Tell us if that's really you. <laughs> you hear that, Megan? And I'll ask you about, um, I don't know, a young Frankenstein or something else. Let's
0: talk about to-
1: Will and Graham. With the Lucky Land Sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
4: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky
1: Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest
5: place you've gotten lucky.
1: Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Ah In my dentist's office.
4: No purchase necessary. VGW group, were prohibited by law, eighteen plus terms and conditions apply. But let's
3: compare our opinions to those of the critics when this came out. Um, let's take a look at the New York Times James Man Maslin, what he said, Janet. What is vampires and Janet Maslin? I'm so sorry. What do vampires and teenagers have in common? That all depends on the vampire, of course, but Once Bitten attempts to bring together several hundred-year-old femme fatale and a nice, clean-cut high school boy, all in the name of virginity. Around the time of Porky's, teenage virgins were Hollywood's third-class citizens, but times appear to be changing. Once Bitten is about the efforts of an aforementioned gorgeous countess to find herself an innocent young blood supply. The film is to, to be believed chased. 18-year-old boys are no longer in short supply. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no review there, but that's th- that's the New York Times for you. So let's take a look at the Ra- Washington Post. Uh, Rita Kempley. Um, Once bitten by va- the vampire, Carrie is transformed. He sleeps in a footlocker, drinks hamburger blood, and mooses his hair back. Ooh, scary! Hutton, who's emotive range, is second only to Allie McGraw's, is hardly an 18-year-old's dream come true. Her bit binge- Big, luscious mega boombas um, are affectionately <laughs> called are hardly mega boomba like the whole thing makes you long for Porky's 4 mega boombas
4: I think it's I think mega they meant Goomba? like, that m- like it's ma- boombas name or buttons. something I don't know yeah, what they yeah, were mag-oombas.
0: going for. original name for Mario Brothers characters
1: we did it with her didn't you yeah, OK. Oh, Jesus, God, those breasts! <laughs> H- has it changed, Jenny? I-, I mean, do you feel more manly or mature? It was all a big mistake. I was so drunk, I don't remember much, you
5: know? Hey, come on, tell us what happened, blow by beautiful blow. Did you undress her slowly, like like first, bearing her big, luscious
1: mogumbas Did she have any tattoos or scars or anything? I told you I don't remember. I'm Megagoomba.
0: Mega-boomba. We only come in
3: pairs. <laughs> Mario, those are just titties.
0: <laughs> Mario. <laughs> it's, it's...
1: Oh, God. The
4: best nope, part nope, is, nope. this nope. is the opening line of this review. It's full of just like one-liners about how much this chick hates this movie. Lauren Hudden has a space between her fangs as a vapid vampire had once been a sappy sophomoric sex farce in which the Supernatural's answer to Mrs. Robinson sucks the blood of virgin boys.
3: It sounds like this lady has a grudge.
4: She has a grudge against this movie, 100%. The last line is that Porky's line, and then it's done. The
0: whole thing kind of makes you long for Porky's four.
3: I, th- Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, there's a lot of good ideas in it. Like, it is a cohesively written script. They set things up, they pay them off, and they give every character a reason to be there. It is a tight screenplay. I'm not saying it all works for me, but as a structure... In a day and age where films aren't given the care and love to have a cohesive overall narrative flow to them, take a look at The Flash, take a look at Batman v Superman, the original Justice League, where just stuff happens and then the movie ends, this feels very rewarding for me to see something like this. Because when is the last time you saw that? Like, And that's part of what made comedy films, the mid-budget comedy films, unsustainable. And the reason why Jim Carrey really can't have a second comeback outside of, like, Sonic the Hedgehog, because the comedies that he created and thrived in and made millions and millions of dollars doing don't exist anymore.
0: No. No, you're right, actually. And it's that's because that's one of those things that uh, people, like like Reese Witherspoon with her production company are trying to, to bring back is is the low budget, uh not the ultra low budget, but like the the two to four million dollar film, not the seventy million dollar film and not the ultra low budget film. Like we're missing that that nice rom com budget film these days.
3: Where everyone was comfortable and ate well and they made a sense I want a Nancy Myers film. Give me another Nancy Myers film, please. Um not to be uh downer of those state of affairs, but like, I, people keep, like, when's Jim Carrey's comeback? It won't, because I know he won't do streaming. He won't play in that game. He will do a thousand weird things before even touching foot on a Netflix film. It would be nice if we had a second revival of The Hollywood Brats from the 70s. Um, but you know what? That won't ever happen, because we got to look at the real critics on letterbox.com. It's time for a game of one star, five star. Liz, what have we got today?
4: We got the horniness back.
3: Give us the horniness. <laughs> the people
4: are horny. <laughs> the people want
0: what they want, Liz.
4: The people are horny now. But anyway, box. who wants to go first?
0: Alan can go
3: first because his name starts with an A.
5: Alright.
4: Alright, alright. First, quick babe, let's box so I don't become a vampire. Uh, five! Five star! That's a one! No!
0: I'm off to a bad start. Alright. Well, now I can be off to a bad
3: start. Alright, Jess, are you ready? I'm always ready for letterboxed.
4: We have a DVD of this in our garage for some reason, and I don't really know why.
3: That is a five star.
4: That's a one.
3: Damn! Now we're both to a bad start, Alan.
4: All right, no one's mm-hmm. on the board. There's on, no one's on the board. Gay people.
0: Oh God! So you just did two one stars in a row. So I'm gonna have to go with five star on this one. Yeah. Why would yeah. you one star gay people? <laughs> exactly. Well, hey. when when they don't. When they don't, the, the writers of the reviews don't write enough to give context, usually that means they don't like it.
4: it surprisingly enough, one has a very large queer following on Letterboxd. That doesn't surprise me too much,
3: considering what uh, the Countess wears. Yes, that's true. Yes, that's I'm true. surprised there hasn't been a reenactment on Drag Race of the dance scene between her and Jim Carrey.
4: Uh, we just did a Joan Crawford musical, uh, based on Mommy Dearest, so we're getting there. Christina,
2: darling, are you trying to? Get-
4: All right, Alan got a point. All right, Jess, He's you have to get on the port. Oh, my goodness gracious.
3: That sounds like a five to me.
4: Yeah. I'm on the board. Yeah. It's me. Up. We're all on the board. It's
0: me, Macombas. Macombas.
4: Macombas. Okay, it's Alan. Next, yeah, it's yeah, Alan. Yeah, yeah, All for Bring some coochie.
0: Oh, God. All for when some. When we sell
3: t-shirts, is that going to be one of them? All, all for some for... coochie?
0: Carried away the podcast.
4: All, all for some for coochie. coochie.
0: coochie. Uh,
4: five star. Yes. Yes. All right, Jesse, you ready? You know, All
3: Good Taste could have been titled All For Some Coochie.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: All right, you ready, Jess? Always ready. The vampire lady in this movie walks, so Lady Dimitrescu Ch- could run. I can't say that because I don't play video games, but it's set lady for just... a Resident Evil game, I think.
3: Oh, the big booby ghost lady. The big lady. booby
4: vampire lady for Resident Evil. Yeah. Um, uh,
3: That is a one star.
4: Yes, it's a one star. <laughs> Alan, are you ready?
0: I was born ready.
4: I was just horny. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: um, uh, was, I'm saying it
0: like, oh man, why did I just watch this? I was just horny. Oh, but I don't like it anymore. I'm a one. That's a one star. One that's star. That's a. That's a five.
3: No, no. no I think that that review is justifying the five stars
0: by saying I was just. Horny. Yeah. Uh <laughs> oh,
4: That's the theory.
0: Hindsight's 2020.
4: Alright. I have something inappropriate to say.
0: Wait, that was that's the review? review?
4: That was review. the review.
0: That's a five star.
4: Yes. <laughs>
3: Anyone that says that in response to like a rating is that's a five star. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right.
4: Are you ready, Alan?
1: Yes.
4: When he keeps telling everyone, I'm not wearing a costume. I felt that.
0: <laughs> five star. I felt that. He's relating to Jim Carrey.
4: Yes, that is it. That is I'm
3: not wearing a costume. i know not wearing a costume. I'm not wearing a costume. I'm not a, a okay, vampire. I know last episode we were talking hardcore about Jim Carrey's stories.
0: And the episode before oh, that. And the episode before and
3: that. all of them. My goodness, his stories. Maybe it's just something I didn't notice or pick up on when I was younger, but now it's just so intense how Canadian. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Oh yeah. And he's he's apologizing to his girlfriend immensely in this film.
3: I'm sorry I I cheated on you. I was was just drunk and horny.
4: Horny. I'm sorry. I was just horny. (laughs) I did find one review that said like, Why did he have to suck his dick to get blood? And I was just like, Did you watch the movie? He like bit her bit his inner thigh. There was
3: a It was weird... implied
4: a blowjob at the beginning, but yes. like...
3: Where he's like, yeah. I felt like a juice box and I just sucked. I was a juice box. <laughs>
4: It's like
0: a straw that I get.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah,
0: yeah. Straw's and penis. Up, that was something else, too. Basically got date raped, and he was like, cool. Yeah, yeah. tell me about it. 100%. Tell me about it.
3: Yeah. Trigger I word. was drunk. It's not my folk. Um, the, the butler came and told me, uh, made me orange juice. Yeah,
0: yeah. Sorry, girlfriend. I was drunk. That explains it all. Totally. Well, you can go party with some random harlot and
3: with some guy. With her massive guy.
4: bajimbas. Be- Bagoombas. Be- 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 all right. There's two. We have two left. And you're right, tied. All right, all right. Before it's time.
0: <laughs> Five stars.
4: Yes. All right, Jess. You can tie it Why'd up you give, give him Alan easy the one? win.
0: Come on. Screw it up. Choke choke. choke.
4: choke. All right. Ready? I'm
0: ready.
3: I love it. That's a one star. You won't put it in there <laughs> for wearing a one star. <laughs> <laughs> I know this game. I played this game. Yep. You got me. Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs> I was like
3: that's not fair.
0: Know. I know how this game goes. We're on to you, Liz. <laughs>
3: I'm going full Brennan Lee Mulgan here.
1: <laughs> I think I'm right. I'm Envision a world where masses, we seize
3: but... our destiny for ourselves and <laughs> get in the comments.
1: Get in the comments. <laughs>
3: And we are tied, which means we are too evenly matched. I have no idea what the game, the rankings of this are.
4: Um, uh, I could, uh, I could make that ranking. I am tell
3: considering the- Alex Brightman the ultimate loser for all time. Yes. All right. Uh, so let's, let's
0: keep a running episodic tally of wieners.
4: Remind uh, me, I'll I'll get that written down somewhere.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no wieners in this one. A lot
3: of high hamburger imagery, though.
0: No, no, we didn't see any wieners uh, at all. No we wieners. Saw a li- we saw Only a little, bit a little of man butt. butt. Opening we scene.
3: Saw- man button the opening scene yeah. i will say that opening scene is shockingly well directed i really like how it ends with like all the cars shaking from being banged and it goes up into a crane shot just revealing how sad and pathetic jim carrey looks <laughs> like to get to that shot it makes no damn sense he just leaves the girl in his
0: car that he drove in right and uh i just love how he's like oh come on please she's like no please oh okay and then i'm like, kissy 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 excuse me can i get some ice cream uh oh, mood ruined mood ruined please okay like, this oh he actually
4: all- sells ice cream out of his truck too we never mentioned yes he, that. Uh, he has an ice cream he's truck he's a business yeah, he, he the- has
3: the two things that I think make a respectable man extremely horny and owns an ice cream truck those are two things that go hand in hand
4: we also there's also the sick once bitten theme song
3: song is so good that they play it like four times yeah. and every time it still hits. It just reminds me a little bit of the Birdemic theme that keeps repeating like nonstop, and you're just like, well, here we go again.
0: Yeah, who uh, who who composed it? If they spent a lot of money on it, they got to get their money's worth.
3: It was performed by Three Speed, which is a band, uh, written by Billy Steinberg, Tom Kelly, and Three Speed. Now, I wonder if Three Speed has done it. So they've done a lot of like trash horror film scores Songs basically. Okay. okay. Uh, Voyage of the Rock Aliens, Savage Streets, and Rad. And they did a music video uh, by Three Speed for Once Bitten that I am now going to find because I need to know what that was like in my life. The most 80s music video on the planet.
0: Spe- oh. Speaking of 80s cheesy effects, when, when Hannah, Laura, not Hannah Hutton, Lauren Hutton, when the Countess turns back into an older lady when she doesn't get her virgin. Yeah. Yeah. Those effects were top-notch for 1985. It, Back to yeah, the Future's as, got nothing on that.
3: Just as good as um, Indiana Jones when the the Nazis face burns.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, just as good, just as good.
3: Their, I love their, that money, they,
0: no. their budget obviously went to three-speed, not to their effects department. No.
3: I will say that I'm very happy that the vampires aren't murderized. Because I
0: I like them. I gen, like they aren't trying to kill nobody. They just want to tr- join join our weird little cult. Do you mean murderized like they're not made out to be murderers, or like I'm gonna murderize you, like the gangsters? I say.
3: think that are made out not made out to be murderers. They're not like out to kill or anything. They just want to live. Yeah, they just don't want to die, and I can relate to that. And it's not like they're. Playing to murder Jim Carrey, they're playing to transform yeah. him and join our little weird little sex cult, and we can all fuck. Yeah, hey, you get right. to decorate you
4: your have... coffin with like custom things from your flags. time. Like you have to Dixie deal with the flags. racist
0: one, of course. Right, right, right. Yeah, the ra- the racist one who doesn't seem to care about the other people of color in the room.
3: I fought for my country. Half. Uh, the best um, part <laughs>
4: about those vampires is they actually 100% do not have names. They're World War One Ace Vampire, Confederate Vampire, and Cabin Boy Vampire.
3: What would Jim Carrey's vampire be? Ice Cream Vampire? Kid? Vampire?
0: An- ice, cream pyre. ice Cream Vampire. Ice Cream
4: Vampire. <laughs> ice Cream Vampire. Ice Cream Vampire. is just a freezer. Like, it it's ice cream. an
3: ice cream cone with teeth and like, bat wings. <laughs>
4: I mean in a dream sequence he does turn into like a little toy bat. It's really like poorly animated. We uh, did not
3: talk about those wacky ass dream sequences at all. Yeah. I loved and hated them. They, they were, were great terrib- and terrible.
0: I like the scene where his dad comes in and he's sleeping in a chest. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And he's like, "Your mom says you're looking pale." (laughs) Oh yeah, me and my girlfriend are having troubles. That's it. That's it.
0: Like you're sleeping in. No comment on the chest, Dad. Like no nothing, nothing. But it was honestly
3: that's what dealing with teenagers, I bet, is like. Alan, you'll know about that pretty soon. God,
0: Um, if I come in, if I every time my if I come in and my kids are sleeping in a chest, the first thing I'm going to do is check their reflection, (laughs) just just to be safe.
4: Ask how they want their hamburgers cooked first, because that mirror thing takes longer. Oh Although, true, true. Yeah.
3: I did feel nauseous when he drank the hamburger juice. Like Ooh. I don't get nauseous very easily, but that was like, ugh. Was that real so
0: hamburger it was- juice? It couldn't have been. Mm-mm. No. No, 100 no percent not. No, no, I knew that. I was just testing you guys.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the the poop in the train spawning toilet wasn't poop, it was chocolate. What? Like- Apparently, no it smelled delicious. Oh,
3: God. Um, let's not talk about those horrific things. Let's talk about other horrific things. Like, Jude and carries two little friends, where if I knew these people in high school, I I would beat myself up for spending time with them.
0: God. They're like Biff's Back uh, Back to the Future cronies that just are like, yo, whatever. What let's live through you, man.
2: They
3: are a future red dot in your neighborhood, and you should try to avoid <laughs> being around them.
0: <laughs> I know what you mean, and that's really bad. Hi there. I'm Russ, and uh, I'm a
5: Sagittarius. I enjoy surfing, candlelit dinners, and Tolstoy. Hey, look, I'm a mature person, and uh, you're a mature person. So why don't we just skip all the bullshit, get rid of our inhibitions, and uh, do what we really want
0: to
1: do? Sounds good to me. Why don't we go to your place? Tie you up on your bed. I'd love to whip you. Um, no, 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 no. We can't do it in my bed. Um,
3: I I sleep with my brother, and he's a, and he's a chronic bedwetter. Maybe next time. It's not a good thing. These people are not people you'd want to spend time.
0: They make Jim Carrey look good. And Jim Carrey is a monster in this movie. Oh, oh, oh. Speaking of, I don't know why this reminded me of one of the opening scenes. What was that dating thing they went to? Was that how people met people in the 80s? (laughs) That, that was like you sit at restaurant tiny cocktail tables with a phone that has a number on it so you can call somebody else instead of getting up and walking to
3: them That's kind of that's normal in like cabaret culture like it's a specific scene in the cabaret Broadway show where Sally meets Cl- talks to Cliff through like one of those like cabaret table phones So it was
0: common but not like the the main way teens find love but they come in I just didn't know how old they were anyway I guess did this take place in Canada cuz Come in and L.A. Beer. Los Hollywood. Angeles. They come in and order beers, but then they're in high school. Guess they don't get carded.
3: They don't get carded because um, they look like they're in their mid twenties. Oh, totally. They're probably in their mid twenties. Totally
0: look like it. Of course they do.
3: Speaking of a cups, what do we think about uh, Jim Carrey's girlfriend? Um, the on again, off again. Not really a character, but.
0: I'm here for the ride. She did not do, again, Not did did not do a bad job with what she was given.
4: Yeah. Also, Jim Carrey was 23 at the time of filming. Um, 23.
3: 23. 2323 23. It's driver's license. 32. It's all 23. Karen, oh, yeah.
4: The number's 23. Yeah. Karen
0: Co- Coppins? Coppins?
4: Coppins, one, yeah. One P.
0: Karen Coppins, who played Robin <sighs>
4: Pierce.
0: She's 61 now. She hasn't uh, been in
4: anything since 1994.
3: Let's talk about the her last accredited uh, uh, f- film work, that's The Cosby Mysteries. She was in a TV show where Bill Cosby is a criminologist who works for the New York Police Department. Oh, no. Oh, After winning the lottery, he retires. But feeling bored, he occasionally returns to help the police department. Bill Cosby is solving murders, and his the TV show was called The Cosby Mysteries.
4: Rita Moreno is in this show.
3: What?
4: James Naughton. Robert Stanton
3: I mean I guess I, I have nothing there's nothing to add I just needed to n- speak out that this existed and that this lady was a recurring character on it speak out Louise speak oh my god the Cosby mysteries that means something different nowadays yes also the poster does. is
4: horrifying it's just Bill Cosby staring at you. <laughs> which
0: oof
4: like That's not funny
0: at all so
3: I guess um, is there anything else we have left to say about this? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. there are moments of greatness. I do love the dance scene. Yeah, I feel I was like say the every eighties movies needs a dance scene, a choreographed where everyone suddenly knows the dance. Um, dance scene. I think that was really well done and probably Fair. one of the pieces that has the most energy.
4: He hasn't made a movie. Ever since this movie, apparently after the movie came out, he spent all his money that it earned like very quickly. So he was working at a video rental shop, and apparently, like someone was talking about once bitten and said, "Like I hope this guy never works again." And he was behind the counter. It's like, well, Shit. you got what you wanted.
2: You know what?
3: That's not entirely fair. He would go on to direct episodes of everyone's favorite TV shows like Kenan and Kel, Sister Sister, Daddy Dearest, Everybody Loves Raymond, Perfect Strangers, and he got his start with Woody Allen. Not not a a controversial figure at all. Oh, God. Hollywood's Uh, messed up. Hollywood is messed up. And you know what? Jim Carrey, you're to blame. You did this. Once Bitten did this. Once
4: Bitten caused all these problems, totally. Once
3: Bitten is the the the, the, okay. the, the epicenter of a lot of horrific shit.
4: Also, I'm on the INDB page for this movie, and the first movie it wants me to watch after this is Earth Girls Are Easy. So there Maybe that'll
3: just be as sexist, misogynist, and uncomfortable to watch. But on the lighter note, what is our overall thoughts on Once Bitten, and is it a no spank you or an alrighty righty thing?
0: I still haven't decided. I have. It
3: is a very, probably the lightest no spank you I've given so far, but it's still a
0: no spank you. You literally took the words out of my mouth. I'm going to have to pass on this one. I'm giving it a very borderline no spank you.
3: Like, it's quality. It's definitely not porn, which was a lot of the early stuff, and it does taint a lot of, like, the tier list ranking <laughs> of the binary of no spank you and all righty then. Like, this is not on the same level as All in Good Taste or even Finders Keepers, but it's not good either.
0: Yeah. No, it isn't good. Um, I wouldn't want to go back and watch it again. I would rather watch The Duck Factory much more. Much, yeah, mo- the- much more sooner. Much more soonerer. Like,
3: the Duck Factory's up here that you got, like, 500 feet of, like, uh, skyscraper, and then you've got this one that he got another, like, 500 feet of basement, and then you've got everything else.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Plus one, plus one on that.
4: Liz! (laughs) Liz! I'm going to disagree with both of you. Oh no. I love this movie. I don't. I don't, just to be clear. I was in my free time, I watch a lot of trashy horror. <laughs> One of my favorite trashy horror movies is Complete Garbage and I love every waking minute of it. It's called Game of Death. It's complete hot garbage and I love love it to death. I love bad horror. It's like brings me such joy and this isn't that good. I wouldn't probably watch it again tomorrow, but a year from now if i'm looking for something dumb to watch or like a spooky ish movie that sure it's misogynistic and gross and like kind of questionable in a lot of ways but like it's a nice turn your brain off this is stupid it's only 90 minutes like it's not gonna kill you know
3: me what? i can't imagine turning this on at like a halloween party yeah. and it just being in the background yeah you have the
4: option of watching it but you don't have to like and like it's stupid like it's a stupid movie and i don't mind me over
3: liz (laughs)
4: well i'm just trying to justify my opinion and as a late woman i just need to talk more when i do that because i just yes it's a habit i've developed because of the internet's existence um but yeah i don't mind this movie i think lauren hudden's good and i hate the virginity thing (laughs) deeply it's I hate it so much. I hate the F slurs. I hate the questionable theming. But I would watch it again, like a year from now, on a bad movie night if I was kind of tipsy. It's a very, very, very light, very light. Alrighty then. Like it's like a touch.
0: We're just on opposite sides of the seat of the teeter totter.
4: Yeah, I'm just very lightly like this movie, but I would not watch it again tomorrow. I'd rather watch something else vampire related. So
3: you know, a quick edit would make this a very watchable movie. <laughs> Like, you could edit some of the worst things out of this. You could
4: also, like, cut the dancing, like, in half, maybe. because No, like... I
3: wouldn't touch a frame of that.
4: Or I'd actually cut the scene where they're going into L.A. And completely in half. Because, like, it's just the once that bitten one, theme, yes. and there's no credits. It's just that.
0: Wait, so let me ask you, as a director, what uh, vehicle, <laughs> if you could change, if you had to change the vehicle through which Jim Carrey's character was riding around, they chose Ice Cream Person because that no, seems like-
3: I th- I think they just had an ice cream truck on hand, and that feels like a production. Like, well, we can make them do this, and no one else will have that. It's and pretty, that pretty I can, nerdy. Res- I can respect that. You know, like I can respect that.
0: What ver- what car would you have your virgin drive in your version? I of- would make them
3: ride a bike because I feel like bikes are a more engaging vehicle for people to be riding around in.
0: Well, you can't. You need a. You need a, a way to like try to make out with your girlfriend though. Well, no,
3: yeah. that's, the, that's the thing where he's like, well, if I had a car, I'd be able to bang you in the back of it.
0: Oh, I'm sorry.
1: I don't I'm have sorry. a vehicle. Like, I feel yeah, like that true. would kind that's of true. be
3: an added piece to it. And then that shot where everyone's banging in the car will kind of be like, oh, okay. I that right
0: pull back crane shot and he's just sitting there all grumpy hands folded on his bike I could see that
3: yeah like I feel like that would kind of make that overall story hit better especially when uh Lorton Hutton um comes up in her uh limo and like
0: all the back it's
3: all a backseat
0: there you go yeah
3: all right you know there's some visual things to play with there how did the um,
0: Countess become the Countess? Do
3: we have any backstory? I feel like if we got backstory it'd be less interesting.
0: Yeah. Maybe she's just outlasted all her her gentlemen or, or lady suitors over the hundreds of years she's alive.
3: There was not many like lady vampires except for those two that like get the horny boys in the
0: quarter. The horny boys. I read that book series.
3: Yeah, it gets really good after book eight. Um I really like the horny girl spinoff, but honestly it's too wordy for me. The
0: horny boys, they're always solving sex mysteries. <laughs> now you get the joke (laughs) I'm just imagining like
3: the most horrific like you know like
0: I feel a certain
3: way it's pointing in north we must follow
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh god all right so after we're done after we're done uh, with all the Jim Carrey podcast (laughs) we're gonna circle back again continue our trio of friendship years from now doing every book of the Hardy Boys the
4: Hardy Boys no I have to sure. read the girl. I can't read the Hardy Boys I'm a girl
0: Nancy Drew Nancy I have to Drew. read Nancy
4: Drew because I'm a girl
0: there we go yeah, yeah yeah well it was marketed that way okay yeah Um, let's it's wrap up Drew. this mofo
3: alright thank you guys for listening to our wonderful episode Um, please follow us on iTunes Spotify not Stitcher Stitcher doesn't exist anymore Stitcher lies not in the no ashes no mo. of we're
4: really dating this um,
3: I wonder how many times I said Stitcher earlier. Um, follow us on Twitter at Carried Away Pod, Instagram, Carried Away Pod, and in- email us at Carried Away Podcast. It's Twitter.
0: Oh, you. It's Twex.
3: <laughs> Our title card was created by Grace Aki. Follow them on Instagram at It's Grace Aki. This show is produced and edited by Elizabeth Esten. Our theme song is I Choose You by the band Thanks. Thank you to the Broadway Podcast Network for having us on the platform and for not kicking us off, for talking too much about Brawless A Cups. A Cups. <laughs> Anything else we have left to say?
0: I think we said it all.
3: We'll see you next time with all three of us on the Carried Away podcast.
1: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.